just jumping in really quickly at the start of today's episode to tell you about some upcoming opportunities to see us live in the flesh. And you can see us live at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival 2024. We are doing three live podcasts on Sundays at 3.30 at Basement Comedy Club, April 7, 14 and 21. You can get tickets at dogoonpod.com. Matt, you're also doing some shows around the country. That's right. I'm doing shows with Saren Jaimana, who's been on the show before. We're going to be in Perth in January, Adelaide in February, Melbourne through the festival in April and then Brisbane after that. I'm also doing Who Knew It's in Perth and Adelaide. Uh, details for all that stuff at mattstewartcomedy.com. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Ho, 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 and Merry Christmas. That's not going to make sense in a couple of weeks. Hello and welcome down to Do Go On, a podcast <laughs> with myself. And I am Mr. Dave Warnicky. And I am joined, as always, by Mr. Matt Stewart. It's a very formal episode this week. Hello, Matt. Hi, Mr. Dave. Hello, Mr. Matt. <laughs> How's it going? Oh, I'm about to stuff this up because I always get confused between Miss and Moose. We have Miss slash Moose, Jess Perkins. Hello, Jess. Hello, Mr. Dave and Mr. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Dave. Um, I'm also not sure the difference between Ms. and Miss. I think Ms. The, is just like an unmarried one. Ms. is like the equivalent of Mr., I think. It means it doesn't mean you're married or unmarried. Yeah. And Miss, yeah. Miss means unmarried. Miss is generally Mrs. like Mrs. a younger married. woman, too. And I don't know where I sit in terms of age. I find it because I always get worried that I'm going to offend someone by Ms. implying that they're a Ms. Or a, I still don't know. No, I don't know. Good call, though. Good, good option in Let's just research both. that. We'll okay. do it. 45-minute episode on the difference between Mus and Ms. later on. And I should it say... It is strange, right, that uh, there is an extra option for the ladies than there is for the gents. We miss out yet again. Uh, <laughs> when will society evolve to help out men? Yeah, yeah. The downtrodden. Oh, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. you know, I'm, a, I'm a big supporter. Thank you. Thank you. Men's rights. <laughs> it's about time. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's one of the time. few 
who's on your side, okay? Don't lump me in with those other women. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks, Moose. Anyway. Uh, now, I said ho, 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 Merry Christmas at the start of this episode. Hey, what was that all about? Well, Matt, you've, well, if you haven't heard the show before, you, if you just love Christmas and you've clicked on some sort of link because you want to hear a Christmassy show, then fear not, it will be Christmas. But what happens is we uh, take it in turns to write a report on a topic of our choosing. And then the other two generally don't know what it's going to be about. And we don't know the exact topic. But Matt but, uh, alluded Matt to the fact. said that it will be some sort of Christmassy show. Yeah, I thought seeing as we're coming up to Christmas, I might do a, a Christmas-ish one. Mm. I think knowing that it is Christmassy, this question, I should have thought of a better question. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, it's going to be pretty clear. Say, imagine that you didn't know this was about Christmas. All what right. would you say if I asked, who has the all-time record for most home invasions? <laughs> Uh, pardon? Uh, that is brilliant. Tooth Fairy, obviously. Um, straight in there. I don't know uh, how that's Christmas fairy. related. <laughs> yeah, Tooth Fairy, that's good because... you got more teeth, you'd lose them throughout the year. Yeah. I think you fucked it. Some sort of... <laughs> Only the Tooth Fairy isn't real, Jeff. <laughs> that's right, we're talking about real people here, oh, that's sorry, right. We're course. talking about... Uh, <laughs> who are we talking about? Some sort of cat burgling man? So, are you just... There is, I mean, there are a few different ones around the world, but mm. I'm talking about... Santa Claus. <gasps> Coming to town. <laughs> so I've heard. So Santa Claus. Santa yeah. is our I think topic. That, That's great. So Tooth Fairy, is that as universal as Santa? Maybe. Not sure. So or? maybe Santa does have more home invasions. Yeah, that's true. Well, I, I did look up. I was There's so, others up, around the world. <laughs> yeah, there are a few different ones. You better say, I did look up the statistics on Santa's <laughs> no, I looked criminal records. Yeah. I looked up the... Uh, the Tooth Fairy, and I saw an interesting, there was an interesting study and it said, it asked, because, you know, the Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny, most people have a certain picture in their mind, mm-hmm. but with the Tooth Fairy, they asked, what is what does the Tooth Fairy look like? And there, I think it said 72% said female. Oh, wow. Which is, yeah. I, I would have said higher. Yeah, right. And then, but then about 12 said Neither a man or a woman. Oh. Yeah, a fairy. It's a third box that you can yeah, take yeah. these days. Yeah, and yeah. then someone, I think the last one was like, who, who gives a shit? And yeah, that that out about 8%. That's the one I take. But you're right. There is sort of a pretty distinct picture of what Santa looks like. Yeah. Cool. Did you guys Did you guys believe as kids? I want to... Uh, did. Did you? You <laughs> did. I want to probably finish with, I want to hear about how you found out that he okay. wasn't. Just so parents have a lot of time to turn off. We'll finish with that. But what what oh was your relationship like with Santa growing up? Uh, terrified, and I wouldn't get my photo taken with him at the shopping centres. Oh, I was scared wouldn't... of him. Wow! I would just cry. Now, I, now as a twenty five year old, I go and get my photo taken with Santa. <laughs> You're straight on that. It's lap. a tradition now. Oh, yeah, I'm like, all right, Santa, here's what I want: yeah. <laughs> raise a scooter, <laughs> Barbie, and he's like, get off me. <laughs> <laughs> Madam, please leave. Oh, fresh out. Fresh Madam, out there's another, Madam. another one. Ms, get off my knee. Yeah, and you're like, Ms. hang on. Yeah. Please, Santa. Santa. I've got I a list. You, I, thought Santa, you knew ev- done. I thought you knew everyone's names. Come on, mate. I've been very good this year. <laughs> Dave, how, what was your relationship with um, Santa? I'm trying to think about... I've seen photos of me on his lap, so I think that I wasn't too scared. And I was very obsessed with getting free presents sure. once a year. Free presents. That's when do right. you have to pay well, for your own presents? <laughs> well, my birthday, of course, I had to supply my own, my own <laughs> oh, party. Cool. That's normal, I'm isn't it? I'm really interested in seeing a picture of you as a child because now what I can imagine is, is basically what you look like right now. <laughs> oh, I found uh, a great 
a great photo which I can show you after the show, and I may even post it to the listeners. It's a great one. It's the most 1990s photo I could find. It's um, it's me, uh, age six, at the pancake parlour, which was a big tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm playing with a Captain Planet toy, great, a Transformer. A wrestler and Play-Doh. Yes, and, so many toys. And I'm dressed as a Power Ranger. <laughs> oh so my the God. green one. I need to say, were you a blonde kid too? No, I was, just, I was pretty brown. Pretty brown? Just imagine pretty you, I'm, brown. I'm literally just imagining you, but like shorter, like just a tiny version of what a, you look like now. I weighed quite a similar weight. Wow, there say. you go. Matt, I've, been, I've been the same weight class my whole life. What, <laughs> Dave does these shows, as you probably know, Jess, where one of the uh, he does it's a fact based show and it's a quiz show. No, no, there's no, it's called Facty Fact, but there's, there's no, no fact. There's no Sorry, fact. good point. It's, <laughs> it's a fact based name. Just, yeah, fact based name, no fact based game. And one of the one of the rounds is um, you've got to you've got to guess whether something weighs yeah. more or less than yeah, Dave. So and then the there's game's a bunch of them. heavier, lighter, or the same as me, and I weigh fifty two kilograms. What were some of the things that? Weighed the same as you? Uh, Gwen Stefani. <laughs> no doubt. Just how confidently he says it. So, uh, there's not many things. That, it's hard when you Google 50. Uh, when I Google things that weigh 52 kilos, <laughs> I find forums and it's mainly teenage girls posting, I weigh 52 kilos, am I fat? Oh. And you just reply, Hey, I'm 25 and a man. And I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. <laughs> I'm feeling good. Makes them feel better. Now, what was your relationship with Santa? I loved it. I was a big fan, mm. and I yeah, I believed for a long time. A little too long, perhaps. Well, maybe a little too long. <laughs> yeah, but um, I, I don't think anything's really met that sort of excitement. Yeah, as a kid, that as, wonder. Yeah, yeah. I think the closest thing to it now is what I experienced recently, and that is this music festival I go to every year, and the night before feels somewhat like Christmas Eve as a child. Yeah. Because you, you don't get that as an adult as much, so it's nice when you do feel excitement for something. Yeah. You have anything like that? No. Nah. My life's really dull. I um I just remember that my relationship with Santa as an adult has been pretty turbulent because <laughs> when I left uh, high school, my first job when I was 19 was... um. Tell me you're an elf. Tell me you're an elf. Oh, well, I did the elf for a bit, so I did kids' parties, and then I got uh, graduated to Santa, and I have to wear a fat <laughs> suit. Because I, I weigh 52 kilos. Than you. I know, and I weigh 52 kilos, so I've got the fat suit on, but it doesn't do the arms or the legs, so I look like I've just, I've got like you fake arms. You look like I do now. Oh, <laughs> I look way worse. And then one day I uh, locked my keys in my car when I was in between parties in the city here in Melbourne, and I couldn't think what to do, because so, I was already dressed in the outfit, but I couldn't get to the next gig, so I took all the, the, my gear and everything, like the Santa sack, out to... Like the like um, <laughs> top of Burke Street, and I'm wa- trying to get wave a taxi down, and they just aren't stopping. They're just waving back, like "Hello, Santa!" <laughs> I'm like, "Stop your fucking bastard! There's kids out in Marab, and they need me. Come on, come on!" And they're all just waving. Oh, oh so bad. And I, so I was the worst Santa. My God. And one time, my pants fell down when I was dressed as Santa because it's costume you was the youngest, skinniest kilos. Santa of all time. Yeah. And then when I put on the accents, uh, people always thought What's I was the accent? like a ho 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 oh, voice. Oh. They thought I was sounding bloody Scottish. Oh, what is that accent? It's not really an accent. It's just it's more like a it's a it's, it's an old man voice. Yeah. 
Do you see that there was a video that went around recently of a um a little girl on Santa's lap and her mum says to Santa like oh she um she's deaf and he goes oh does she sign and then Santa's like signing to her and asking her what she wants for Christmas in sign language because that Santa knew how to sign. That's so great. Oh, it was so sweet. All Santas should know all languages. Agreed. Technically. Agreed. If you're gonna if you're gonna oh be a Santa. That's why, that's why I was fired. I just didn't know Arabic. Could not answer. You know how we were like, let's not fuck around this episode. Let's get straight into it. Yeah, we'll yes. fuck around. Don't worry. All of that will be edited out. <laughs> oh. That doesn't help you getting the gig you're late for, but uh, <laughs> actually it does the exact opposite of that. Okay, good. <laughs> so I, I'm, so the Santa as he is now, is, he's, he began a couple of thousand years ago, pretty much. He's like... He's, he's 2,000 years old. He's... Something like that, yeah. It looks pretty good. I mean, Santa Claus isn't, but the beginning of the Santa Claus story kind of is. Okay, so I like, I kind of like this um, description I found on Snopes. It sort of sums up pretty quickly the the modern Santa Claus, right? Okay, so this is the quote. Santa Claus is a hybrid, a character descended from a religious figure in St. Nicholas, whose physical appearance and backstory were created and shaped by many different hands over the course of Years until he finally coalesced into a now familiar slash secular character. <laughs> I was so sexy. <laughs> of a jolly and sexy, rotund, re- uh, red and white garbed father figure who oversees a North Pole workshop manned by elves and travels in a sleigh pulled by eight reindeer to deliver toys to children all around the world every Christmas Eve. So that's kind of that's the package. Never heard of him. <laughs> But you like you'd be familiar with all those elements, right? Absolutely, yeah, definitely, yeah. It's a, such a massive thing, isn't and it? it's kind of interesting where like bits and pieces were picked up over time. So you'd you'd hear him referred to as Saint Nick a bit, right? Yeah, and that's because and Saint Nick was a he was a a real guy. He was a real guy, a real saint guy. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who was this? First saint fact Nick? I've dropped on you. <laughs> I'll t- how about I talk to you a little bit about St. Nicholas? Okay. Please um, do go on. I'm going to go on. Okay. So St. Nicholas was born near Myra in the ancient seaport city of Patara, which is in, in modern times is located in Turkey. Um, so he was, he was born around uh, 270 or 280 AD. So not, that's not 2,000 years ago, but you know. Close. Close-ish. If we're, if we're rounding up to th- the nearest thousand. <laughs> yeah. Which I'd like to. <laughs> That's what I do in most things, yeah. day to day. That's right. Technically, we're all 1,000 years old if we were yeah. to round up. Dave actually weighs 1,000 kilograms. Yeah. And technically, you both owe me $1,000. <laughs> we'll talk after the show, my <laughs> God. <laughs> oh. uh, the legend is that he gave away all of his wealth uh, and he travelled around helping the poor and the sick. So he was a good guy. That's what the legend says anyway. I mean... I haven't met anyone who knew him, so yeah. you can't know for sure. By by about the year two, uh, 1200... Um, Just a casual thousand years later. thousand yep. years later, he became known as a patron of children and magical gift bringer because of two great stories from his life. So he had these two, two um, fables or two legends. Uh, obviously, again, when you hear him, you're going to be like, I don't fully believe these things <laughs> happened, but oh, one of them could be... Could be true, um, and they were talked about by this guy Jerry Bowler. He he cre- he authored a book called Santa Claus: A Biography. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, that's good. Um, I love the idea that he's just like a like in his fifties and he still hasn't found out. Yeah. <laughs> still thinks it's real. Getting so he's close just to like trying to do research at the library, like, um, just looking into the backstory of that really famous man, Santa Claus. And the librarian's like, Oh god, this oh, is Oh, how do we tell him? I need to sit this guy down. So she gives him all the books that they have on Santa Claus and they're all kids' picture books. So no, he's like, was... What are you hiding? She sees them coming from the yeah, coming coming through the front door, she's Quickly putting him into the non-fiction. Yeah. Just scurrying. Don't tell him. No, just leave him. Leave him. It's a sweet thing. <laughs> so one of the stories is that um, he saved three sisters from being sold as slaves or prostitutes by their poverty-stricken father. God, why haven't we heard this Santa story before? <laughs> and he did that by giving them a dowry, which meant that they could be married. So he gave the dad... Oh, wow. It doesn't say what the dowry is. A couple of cows or something. Sure. Some cash. So and you could marry so them that, off instead of selling them. Yeah. Which wow. is like... A slight upgrade. It's a slight upgrade. But so, it, so he's technically sort of bought them at the same time. It's kind of weird. Anyway, okay. He's a great guy. Great kind guy. Of like a, no, I don't think he like bought them because he didn't take them. He just allowed them... I mean, and he's assuming that the dad would have done that. Not the poverty-stricken dad didn't just go, I'm still going to sell them <laughs> and <laughs> keep this dowry. Yeah. Win-win. Apart from, obviously, the three daughters of mine who are going to lose in a really big way. And that's not even funny. And I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I shouldn't have laughed then. Well, they <laughs> lived a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where do you draw the line? Too soon? Um, another story. Apparently, that story is quite well known. I'd never heard of it. No, but never heard the it. other story was less well known. Um, but Bowler, Bowler said Bowler. <laughs> Where did he get that family name from? So Bowler um, said it was quite well known in the Middle Ages, though. It's just it's, since then it's dropped off. Hear and about I, that bloke? Yep. Bought those three girls with a dowry. <laughs> Top bloke. Top bloke. That's how they spoke in the Middle Ages. Yeah, that's, right. that's pretty. Ter- yeah. That's standard Turkish, I believe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so this other story, Nicholas entered an inn uh, and realised that the three boys of the owner of this inn oh, had been three. murdered. Oh, and pick and he pickled their dismembered bo- bodies in uh, in brine in oh. barrels barrels full of brine. Sure. So what? What? <laughs> okay, going to stop you there. Uh, he pickled them, Dave. So he noticed Do someone's parents were dead. So he pickled the the children. Oh, that... well, I haven't explained that very well. No, the kids were dead. The kids were dead. He walked <laughs> dead in. Dead kids. And the dad was like, he's just hanging out with the dad. And he's like, "What's that you got over there? Oh, my son, my dead he, kids." He, he sent something that was a bit off, and he uncovered this mystery of the the <laughs> bodies in the barrel, the original bodies oh. in the barrel. Um, and he said, "Well, what you need there is some brine." Uh, no, he resurrected them, brought them back to life. What? Oh, okay, that's, sorry, I thought. That... Yeah, I thought you just pickled them. So the killers <laughs> pickled them. The ki- sorry, okay. Wait. All right, let's start that again. The killer has pickled them. <laughs> So he's gone Nick into... Is the, dad no secret, one. is the dad secretly the killer? That's what the, I'm worried about. No, the dad's the killer. Yeah, the dad's oh. the killer. Okay, the dad pickled the kids. <laughs> the dad's pickled the kids. <laughs> and is it... And as Saint Nicholas, and like, mm, he's come I'm in and And is he, is he talking? Is like, no pickle a bit for Nickel. <laughs> no pickle for Nick. He's not into it. Hashtag, <laughs> no that, pickle for Nickel. He had that tattooed on his neck. <laughs> so that's how people knew. And he was like, hang on, there's something a bit off with this tattoo. Yeah. But his yeah. tattoo. So when the the dad who was the who was into pickling his his <laughs> kittles, he came in and went, Oh no, it's Nick, the guy who hates pickled kids. 
I'm in for it. But anyway, he went. He he just went. Hey, don't that's that's wrong. Um, don't pickle your kids. Don't pickle your kids. It's nearly rule number one of parenthood. Don't pickle your kids. Oh god. And he brought them back to life. And then, and then what? And, and then, the dad probably just killed him again. <laughs> and then he saw the dad out. I want to know. And then uh, he pickled the dad. <laughs> Did he really? Well, I mean, none of this actually happened, surely. <laughs> I'm telling you that a real person brought some kids who were chopped up back to life. That didn't happen? <laughs> well, I mean, it was written down. Proof I've... that it didn't matter. Nah, good yeah. point, good point. Proof. I can't do it. So anyway, because he um, unpickled the kids, um, he became <laughs> the patron saint of, of children. Of pickles. And no, pickles. pickles. No, no, he was the he arch enemy pickles, of pickles. No. And, that's why no, pickle for nickel. and that's why cheeseburgers at McDonald's are served with two pieces of pickle in celebration. Of St. Nickel. Oh, you knew that. Yeah, that was the next paragraph. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, that was sorry, the I'm next paragraph that Jerry Bowler went on to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Jerry Bowler. Jerry. Clearly, uh, nothing wrong with him. <laughs> <laughs> He's fine. Jerry's fine. So there's, there's two levels there. There's a guy who's just <laughs> seen two, three women that are about to he be hasn't. sold to slavery yes. and then he's put a dowry and then there's a guy who's resurrected three yeah that's right so he apparently he had a lot of miracles attributed to him he's a big miracle man that's why like you, you used to have to or you still might have to do at least two miracles to become a saint yeah but uh, or that's what to I be thought. martyred i think i thought to be, the, i think to, they're the rules to become a saint you have to have approve to be done two two miracles i believe yeah Giving a dowry so is probably not a miracle. Well, that wasn't. I don't. I think there was other miracles. He did, apparently he had a whole bag full of miracles. Did he only do things in groups of three, like three daughters? Yeah, three yeah sons. he was a he was a big fan of three. Saw a blind man. Not going to help you out, mate. Unless you find yeah. two yeah. brothers yeah. with yeah. the same condition. You have two blind mates. Come and see me. Sounds more poetic. That you way. like pickles? <laughs> I got heaps of them. A couple of barrels full of pickles. <laughs> oh, gross. Yeah, the kids. Um, I don't know. He brought. He said he, they. They were resurrected, but it didn't say anything about them being unpickled. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe still, they, they lived out their lives. They're still in pieces. Yeah. Pickled pieces. Pickled oh. pieces. Wow, oh, what a brutal existence that would have been. Yeah, St. Nicholas is so not nice after all. Kids, kids would have been brutal at school, though, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah. Ugh. I had a hard enough time with red hair. Dude, imagine, imagine being pickled. <laughs> I can't imagine rocking up first well, day as a pickled boy. Imagine your name rhyming with gherkin uh, and being pickled. I'd be bloody murdered. Yeah. Oh, you'd be murkened. <laughs> Please do go on, Matt. Save me, save me. <laughs> be murkened. Turned into a pubic. He said save him, not make it worse. Okay, good. Right. Yep. So he died on the 6th of December sometime around 343, the year 343. A good year. say those years? Three, three hundred, three forty-three. Yeah, 343 is fine, yeah. Around the year 343. Um, so the 6th of December became his feast day. He wasn't very old then. Oh, wait. Yes, he was. Yeah, he was relative. He, was... he was quite old. I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't do maths. He was very old. And he had to have time to grow a bit. Did he have this beard that we all know? Uh, yeah, probably. I think. I don't think big big razors had been invented yet, yeah, so no, I think they point. all did. They, how did they used to shave? Rocks, I guess. They would have had knives or something, right? Like oh, they something would have had sharp. knives. Yeah, you probably just cut them off with a knife and fork. <laughs> just cut <laughs> it off. Just hack it off. Like a sword. They would have had swords. Oh, they would have had swords. Yeah, we could just use did that. Did they have swords? Before? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the Romans had swords, right, Dave? Swords have been around for many a year. If you had a sword, you would have had a smaller swords. Shaving swords. Just the shaving swords. Look, I didn't research swords. <laughs> I well, barely researched first Santa. First mistake. <laughs> well, I just rub your face against a brick. <laughs> you know that classic method? That's how yeah. I do it. Yeah, that's the old one. 
Thank God, you look great. Thank yeah. you. No, not a hair in sight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that date, uh, the 6th of December, was seen, and is still, by some people, um, seen as a lucky day, and a good day to get married for a long oh. time. 6th of December. Oh, right. Yeah. Cause Keep it, it in mind. Because <laughs> a, a guy died that day. It's seen as... Talk about dancing yeah. on someone's grave. Well, it's like how we celebrate Easter. Yeah, it's Jesus that's, died. No, that's the day he rose. Oh, yeah. Good, fri- Good Look, Friday he died. You know I went to uh, a Christian school. Yeah, so did I. All right. And I should Don't, know Oh, better. bloody me being the big heathen over here. Oh. Oh, I'm just sitting in the corner shaving with a brick. <laughs> got nothing going on. Go back to your bricks. Saint Nicholas, We've got the he Lord. Also, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. The Lord's on your corner. His your other corner. miracle was... Um, he would he would shave people at a really reasonable price. <laughs> what a miracle! <laughs> Only two bucks. What a bargain! Yeah, he had a huge queue I'm down every to day. Nick's bargain barber. <laughs> it's got a great ring to it. <laughs> I'll shave but your face and pickle your kids. <laughs> you know, Wait, he didn't pickle the kids. <laughs> I feel like you're getting tripped up on this. No, you resurrect. Okay, I'll, I'll unpickle your, your pick- kids. Well, I didn't say that either. <laughs> Sorry, I'll resurrect your semi-pickled kids. I'll pick your peck of pickled pillars. <laughs> so I'll I'll resurrect like you know resurrecting sort of it can mean just mean like bringing it back to life, right? That's what mm. sort of so maybe so what do you mean maybe it can he just mean? turned. Isn't that it- the only <laughs> meaning? <laughs> <laughs> it can and does mean. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe maybe when he said he resurrected it, maybe he thought you know like you resurrect like someone has has burnt the toast and you resurrect it by scraping some of it off. <laughs> maybe he's just turned it into a, another meal. Yeah, you know what? Maybe they were just having a nap. You know when you, people sort of joke like, "Oh, she's resurrected." If you had a really long sleep, yeah. Maybe the kids are just asleep. And you in a barrel of brine. <laughs> he just had like a suddenly just bang, banging some pots and pans together, waking the kids. I think we're giving him too much credit. Yeah. Here we are, like, oh, he saved some kids' lives Bloody and unpickled them. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I believe it's more I likely wake a kid up. <laughs> that in the year three hundred he had pots and pans and he was banging them together. <laughs> yeah. Then he resurrected a couple of <sighs> briny uh, children well, in a barrel. Mystery solved. <laughs> Oh, here's the thing. According to the Encyclopedia Britannica, oh. uh, his existence is not attested by any historical document. So nothing certain is known about his life apart from the fact... I love how this is written. So nothing certain is known of his life except that he was probably Bishop of Myra in the 4th century. <laughs> nothing is certain... But this is either the way I've I've totally transcribed it or just written it down like an idiot. <laughs> Nothing is certain except a except very specific fact. Yeah. But is probable. probably yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but anyway, that's not certain. So he's a bishop. Sense. So he's a bishop as well. Cool. What is certain is that he was probably a bishop. <laughs> okay, good. Um Thank God that's cleared up. (laughs) (laughs) He was buried in his church at Myra, and in the 6th century, his shrine there had become quite well known. Um, After the first millennium, around 1087, is that what we'll call that year? Mm -hmm. 1087, Italian sailors or merchants stole his alleged remains uh, from Myra and took them to Bari in Italy. this removal greatly increased the saint's popularity in Europe. Ah. Was that the, was it just a marketing campaign? It was a marketing campaign. It's like when the Mona Lisa went missing. Yeah, that's exactly. It's all. Oh, so they didn't steal his bones. Well, they did. Oh, they did. They did steal his bones. Yeah, his bones were stolen allegedly. So I mean, they assumed. I mean, this could be anyone, right? 
I think they, they think it is. Yeah, they it, get in there at the crypt and there's like a hundred bodies. Like, oh, just grab the first one on the but right. I, yeah. he, he was <laughs> the bishop, so I think he had a special burial spot. Uh, so it yeah. was, I think it was pretty clearly marked. It wasn't like a big big pile of bishop bodies that they had to sort through. <laughs> Throw it in the bishop hole. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it became a, a super popular spot. Um, there was a lot of pilgrimages there, pilgrimage there in the... Um, Pilgrimage. 11th century. But are people cracking the shits back at home that they've his body's been stolen? I think cracking the shits was also the technical term. Then, exactly. Yeah, they bloody cracked and is, it. Is this in Turkey as I'm... So he was from he was, in Turkey. He was buried in Turkey. And then it wasn't Turkey at the time. The merchants took him back to Italy. Yeah, that's right. But did he have any f- affinity with Italy? Affinity? Uh, well, I mean, he was a, he was a Christian saint and Italy is like... Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's enough to justify getting... Yeah, they're, cool, they're cool. like They're big into into all that gear. So I think that was a big part of why. Um, in the Middle Ages, he became the patron saint of Russia, of Greece, of charitable fraternities and guilds, of children, of sailors, which maybe is because they stole him, <laughs> uh, unmarried girls, <laughs> Specific. which I would imagine is most girls, but maybe not at the time, merchants, just in case that was who stole him. What about unmarried female merchants? Uh, Pawnbrokers. Oh. Uh, and of such cities as Freiburg in Switzerland and Moscow. Well, am I led to believe that they're really struggling? There's not enough saints to go around there at the are time. There heaps of saints, but he just—he was very popular. Everyone wanted a piece of him. He was like the most loved saint of the time. It's the Super Elvis popular. Presley of saints. For a guy who was dead 800 years, he was some. Yeah, he was the Elvis Presley of saints. <laughs> If Elvis was a guy who was yeah, exactly. still popular 100 years and after he died. And didn't die on the toilet. Was, yeah. Well, <laughs> Prove, nothing proves said. That, exactly. <laughs> Prove that he didn't just. Um, I, I like this little thing I found. For There was a little while in the Middle Ages where uh, a custom came about that had a boy um, being elected as bishop on St. Nicholas Day, the 6th of December, and he would reign until the Feast of the Holy Innocents on December 28th. So, a, so a, a boy, two days, days at the top. A, a little boy would become bishop just at random. Oh, that's kind of cute. For, I'm imagining for nearly his little a, bishop for nearly hat. A, you know, like three weeks. Yeah, his little three bishop weeks, a big chunk of the year. Oh, he has to go have a nap because he's all tired from bishoping. <laughs> oh, he's so cute. And then what happens? That that's to pickle him. Yeah, then he. I and think they, they throw him. him down the bishop because he's not Does bishop anymore. Anyway. Throw him the bishop, down the bishop hole. And uh, God, imagine peaking at like six years old. You know, like you'll never be better than that. Oh my God! Imagine that, Dave. This Where the, were you at six I years old? I kind of picked yeah, at eighteen. Are, that was these are the life. these are the child stars of the fourteenth century. Yeah. Wow. And they just get into drugs, drugs. <laughs> obscurity. Yep. Then they do a nude shoot because they, they feel like it'll, it'll help their image, like as an adult, or, like stop thinking of me as a child. But it's <laughs> just worse. It makes it so much worse. Sometimes a, it pays off. Sexifying yourself. Miley Cyrus did it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So what's the? It didn't work for Nikki Webster. Justin Timberlake. Did he do it? Feels Let's like say he was yes. a he was a Disney guy and he he began uh, sexifying himself. No, justifying, justifying himself. Mm. <laughs> Another <laughs> surefire way to get yourself back onto the main stage yeah, is to justify. justify justify your talent. <laughs> yeah. Just be talented. Who well, else? It's got to have worked for some people. Child stars have made it as adult stars. Miley Cyrus. Well, Justin Timberlake. Sure. Ryan Gosling. Oh, he was a child. He was a, he, <laughs> he was he once was. a he, child. He uh, he performed in the Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, he that was where Juzzy T was from as well. Yeah, yeah. No shit. I don't think he's ever been referred to as Juzzy T ever. 
Well, which you I have, love because I have a lot. <laughs> Jazzy cheese. Oh, Jazzy. Well, that's weird. What do you call him? Anyway, off topic. Probably, I call him Justin Timberlake personally. That's what I call him. When I'm on the phone to him, I yeah. Hello, just Justin say Timberlake, Justin. and he's like, "Just you can just call me Justin." I'm like, "Nah, nah." I you like can, saying it out loud when I'm Jazzy T. Just call me Jazzy T. Matt does. I I shan't be doing that, Justin Timberlake. Thank you. I like saying it out loud when I'm in public, so people know I'm on the phone yeah. to you, and, Justin Timberlake. And please also refer to me only as Jessica Ann Elizabeth Perkins the third. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not really a third, but I add it. Uh, Matt's face lit up just then. Well, it just uh, just made me think oh, you'd work really well in a Saint Nicholas um, miracle scheme. Yeah. There's three of you. Oh, yeah. Good point. Oh. Good point. But no. Are your ancestors still kicking? No. No. Well, maybe he can bring them back to life. <laughs> or them. put them into an, an a nice burger or something. Pickle. Okay. All right. Um, after the Protestant Reformation, um, which is a big thing in the, in the church, uh, St. Nick's popularity started to wane. Basically, all the saints did. They stopped uh, lifting up the saints. They were. It was about God and Jesus now. Forget the saints. All the humans can get fucked. We're taking it back to the basics. Yeah. The big two. <laughs> so, yeah, St. Nick lost out in popularity there. Um, yeah, he lost to God. Yeah, God. Well, if you've got to be beaten by someone. It, I'd, I'd happily lose to God. Yeah, I reckon he probably would have too. Like, if he really was a guy who cared about that stuff, He'd I reckon like, he would have been like, yeah, that probably makes sense. Good decision, sense. Yeah. yeah. For a while there, he was bigger than Jesus, but then St. Yeah. Nick yeah. Bloody... catches up with you. Um, and this happened nearly all, all the way through Europe. He, he, it just like, so he went r- from being talked about a lot, his, his death date was celebrated, it was feast day, they called it. There's a bit of spin there. <laughs> death date. And, um, but, yeah, all of a sudden, nearly instantly... It just it dropped off. Even Russia dropped him. Even Russia, but the Netherlands did not. They the never lost faith in Netherlands him. stuck on, and that is where Sinterklaas came <gasps> about, um, which Sinterklaas. which is kind of the Dutchifying of the name St. Nicholas. Uh, and when's this? This is in the last thousand years. That's fine. We only ran up to the, the thousands yeah. in this podcast That's anyway. That's what I'm saying, so. yeah. Yep, great. I'm on board. We're not about specifics in this fact-based podcast. Oh, no, my God. No, um, no, no. Sinterklaas. Sinterklaas. Um, is also known as uh, these th- three other names in, um, in, in the Netherlands. Um, see if you can guess what they translate to. The Sint? The Saint. Saint. Correct. All right, good. Was the, that it? No. <laughs> the Good Sint? The good saint. Yes. Oh, very oh, good. God, do you speak Dutch? Over I there? do actually. Yeah. I've travelled. <laughs> I might not be pronouncing them perfectly. No, nah, Richard. Uh, and and thirdly, mm-hmm. another. What is another rule three? Rule okay. Three. And look at how many people present this. He podcast. was also a really good stand-up comedian. <laughs> um, yeah, he knew about the rule of three. Yeah. Uh, and thirdly, the good Hollig man. The sorry, sorry. How do you spell the Hollig part of this? H e i l i g. The G might be might be signed. The good Heilig man. The holy? good ha- yes, the good holy man. I reckon I could speak Dutch. <laughs> it's pretty based good, on isn't that. It? Yeah. Yes, I agree. Um, Sinterklaas. I I like. I'd like to think that's how it's pronounced. Mm. Good. Sinterklaas <laughs> is celebrated annually with the giving of gifts to children either on the eve or the morning of the sixth of December. So still on his feast day. And according to Wikipedia, I know we don't always like to use Wikipedia, but according to Wikipedia. Sinterklaas is an elderly 
stately and serious man with white hair and a long full beard. Serious? Serious. Yeah, that was the the only reason I read out that quote. Because it was just like... Yeah, that's not what you think of. Like it's no, you wouldn't think Santa he's Claus is the uh, the ho ho ho. Hey, jolly. I suppose he's a great businessman. So, good yeah, point, true. Good point. I run. mean, we all you have to be serious sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You can still be fun and serious. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. He's serious when it counts. Yeah. Do, do you Tough guys? But fair. I like yeah. to think. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. If it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, not in a way that's like, oh my God, it's expanding, like physically. It's growing more customers, more interest, not like it's going to explode. Yeah, not like it's a building that's like blowing up and it's all, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. And I don't think they mean for marriage. You can sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical or digital products or you offer services like massage or oh. nails oh my gosh. or uh, consulting. Should we after this get mani-pedis? <laughs> Babe, I've already booked us in. <laughs> um, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. You know, what about blogging tools, you yeah. might be asking? I like to blog. I love to blog. I like to blog. I like to vlog. Yes. Well, Squarespace has powerful blogging tools to share stories, photos, videos, and updates. You can categorize, you can share, and schedule to make your content work for you. Scheduling is the best. Oh, yeah. It looks like Jess has just uploaded something, What? It, but it's like 3 a.m. in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the exact time I wanted to do it in New York City, baby. Exactly. Capture that New York market. Yeah. You mentioned vlogging as well. If you're into vlogging, you can organize your video library, showcase your content on beautiful video pages, sell access to your videos with member areas. The possibilities are endless. Now head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Do you guys know how um, Santa Claus arrives? Um in the Netherlands. He oh. arrives in November. Um, oh, no, he gets lost. And But that, he comes via steamboat from Spain. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So, is Sinterklaas Spanish or is that just where his headquarters that's are? That's sort of like where he's... I think that's, yeah, a bit of both. I think that's that's where yeah, they believe he the is The labor from. was much cheaper in Spain. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. And that's where, yeah. So Wow. And again, like... What nationality do we think Santa Claus is? Like he doesn't have a nationality. <laughs> Some sort of Scandinavian thing. He's a I citizen imagine. of the world. Yeah, that's right. So it's it's funny, just like such an old school. Because you know, a lot <laughs> of the traditions are just like this is whatever was the cool mode of transport when we've invented this thing. Yes. Yeah, and now that's the tradition. Yeah. No, so this is is on a boat. You just see him. Hola. Me llamo Santa. Do you guys know about Santa Claus's sidekick? Oh, please tell me he's a little Spanish dog. <laughs> no. He's a Dora the Explorer? <laughs> no, it's... Uh, 
Come on, that's more controversial more. than that. <laughs> you bastard. Adora the Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this controversial? Sorry, sorry I just I'm just trying to get on a serious tone because this, the, the, it's kind of a controversial sidekick. Oh, oh God, no. is it a bit racial? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, okay. um, it dates back to the early 19th century, so not all that old. And his <laughs> name is... I, I'm going to have a crack at the pronunciation. Zwart Piet. Zwart Piet. Or the plural Zwarty Pieten. <laughs> There's two of him. Uh, and and Zwart... Oh, there could be many. It sort of feels like very oh, like similar to the elf, elves. Elf, yeah. elf type, um, like... Things Swart, but often it's just the one. Like it'll just be the two of them, or sure. how they they get about. That's I think that's where it came from. But the Swart Piet is commonly portrayed by a man in blackface. Oh, okay. Um, that's, uh, some say the blackface is because he is being depicted as a Moor from Spain, which certainly doesn't make it any better. <laughs> um, and others say that it is because his face has been covered by chimney soot. Let's go with that. Yeah, let's go with option two, I reckon. He just hasn't washed his face. Yeah. He's just a dirty little He's boy. Too, too, too busy. <laughs> too makes bu- you feel so uncomfortable. Too busy putting, <laughs> putting coal in that steamboat. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Yeah, there's something. It's so weird. It's like such a white country, or traditionally the, mm. the Netherlands, and it's just like, anyway. Uh, Sinterklaas and Zwart Piet are uh, typically depicted... Carrying a bag which contains candy for nice children and a broom used to spank bad kids. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't even leave. I thought it was going to like, it leaves brooms for the naughty kids and no. they have to like clean up. But I was like, come <laughs> no. on, come here. No, You're it, getting your spank. He does the job himself. Candy yeah. for you. I'll beat you in your bed. <laughs> psh, psh. So, so it's it, kind of admirable in a way. Instead of just leaving coal, he, like, he gets the job done. Just yeah. give him a little, little, little whack. Yeah, but I imagine the parents, especially the poorer families, are like, probably l- would love some coal. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cold. <laughs> yeah. Good point. The, um, yeah, it's, it, it does seem like a lot of this tradition goes back to parents just wanting to make their kids behave. Mm. Like, Santa Claus is the same. He knows who's been naughty and nice, sort yeah. of thing. Um, and I guess that's where it comes from. Yeah, that's because... omitted third verse about beating you with a little broom <laughs> handle. Yeah. He knows where your mum keeps the brew. <laughs> so, yeah, bloody hell. Do yourself a favour. He won't hold back mm. with force. <laughs> brooms are big yeah, brooms things are to hit hard. with. It probably gets a good like swing too. Yeah. You oh, know? man. Like oh, a it's real like, run it's up. Like, like watching a kid. His steamboat is just fueled by broken broomsticks. <laughs> Allegedly. A bunch of uh, the... Right. This is all alleged. I'm not going to get yeah. in trouble here. <laughs> Admittedly, none of this is well, obvious. That's fact. Yeah. Um, a bunch of the tradition, the St. Nicholas Sinterklaas tradition, is thought to have come from the legend of Odin. <gasps> so, Great, yes, Odin's beard. So all of it, yeah. The beard, for instance, the <laughs> mm-hmm. big white flowing beard. Um, some say that, so a few different things got merged together at some point oh. in the past, like including, yeah, old Norse um, legend and stuff like that as well. Um some of the similarities that are found on, I think it was again on Wikipedia, were um, between St. Nick and Odin. Um, and these things were supposedly happening when Christianity <laughs> spread through Europe. So Europe had their, you know, their gods. Mm. And then Christianity came through and they sort of held on to some things. A lot of Christmases just goes back well beyond um, 
uh, Christianity. So here are some of the things that are similar between Odin and Sinterklaas. Uh, they both ride ride on the rooftops on a white horse. So that Sinterklaas is on a white horse. Hmm. Yeah. Hang on, um, what happened to the boat? He gets, the oh, horse so he, gets on oh, the boat. He leaves the boat. Yeah, the boat with, with his big white horse that can fly. Flying white Seems horse. Seems weird. Like, why don't you just take the flying horse? I suppose it might get tired. Yeah, maybe oh, yeah, true. Way. It's a long way. You've and got... if you're just going from like rooftop to rooftop, then the horse gets a chance to sort of have a break. Yeah, but you've got to fly yeah. from Spain. That's a couple of thousand kilometers. Yeah, that's too far. No, absolutely. You need the boat for that one. It's a while. That's why. Steamboat. Fastest mode of transportation. <laughs> Basically a cruise ship. <laughs> uh, Santa Claus gives chocolate letters to children. Um, and Odin gave rune letters to man. Hmm. I mean, uh, longer bow. I'm a big chocolate fan, but I've never had a chocolate letter. What's that? It's a letter filled with chocolate. No, it's just a, a like the le- like a, a like a like letter, a letter M or a yeah. letter ah. That's how I read it. Or is it like um, the Ten Commandments on concrete? Is it like a letter on chocolate? Oh man, that'd be delicious. Like, dear Jess, how good would oh. the ten? A couple of tablets of chocolate. I'm so hungry right now. Yeah, for but chocolate. then would you eat it? What if it was a really nice letter? Oh, I'd definitely no. eat it. It would last about five seconds. <laughs> okay. I'd eat that would, so hard. Okay, I right. would eat it. Never writing you a letter on chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Don't waste your chocolate. No. Don't waste it. Just write you a bloody letter on paper like yeah. a schmuck. <laughs> Send me a text and give us a block of Cadbury and I'll be really happy. Okay. And the, so the third one, again, the three. The third one was that um, they both carry a staff and have mischievous helpers um, one of them, uh, guards with black face, says, and the other one, uh, yes. black, black, <laughs> I'm waiting. black ravens. Oh. So Odin had black ravens and uh, Offensive Huggin and Munnen, that's not how they're pronounced. And they, uh, both of those crews would report back to their master and tell what, what the people were doing. Were they being good or were they being bad? Oh, so they're spying. Yeah, they're spies. So that's how he was finding out. Yeah. Yeah, that was the thing that they Little Zwart Piet sort of peering at you through the window. They're kind of like the the SS Gestapo of the 14th century. No. Elves don't... How does Santa know? He just knows. He just knows. knows. He knows. He's always... Way more efficient. Yeah. Way more. If you're going to make something up... Just make it magical. Just make it the guy knows everything. Yeah. Otherwise, people, kids are just going to be scared of ravens. Yeah. Well, which if you're, you're in you the should days be. of Odin. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's that's kind of my super superficial a little rundown of Sinterklaas. So how do we get from Sinterklaas to Santa Claus? That's the ultimate question. Inv- invent the letter A. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> that's it. All right, let's wrap it up. <laughs> End of pod. End of Thanks, pod. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Nearly every episode at some point, I think it's usually me, isn't is it? Just like, and we're done. See you later, yeah. everybody. Jess right. just, just likes to wrap it, up, wrap it up really quick. She's always got somewhere to be. <laughs> I'm a very busy lady. I don't, so I demand you go on every time. <laughs> I'm she sorry, catches I'll stop her doing steamboat onto her next gig. It's my little tugboat. Tug, tug, tug. Tugboats. So. So the Dutch brought the Sinterklaas tradition to America with them in the late 1700s. Hmm. Makes sense. It was their thing. They just brought it out with them. And there was a big Dutch settlement called New Amsterdam. You heard of that? Uh, Yeah. I hadn't heard of it. Well, I've heard of it in the sense that there's a a restaurant here in Melbourne called New Amsterdam. Yeah, there's there's like a bar. A bar, yeah. Apparently that was was what New York City was originally called. Or that was where... 
Yeah. And so where they settled is now New York City. Yeah, so on Manhattan was um, New Amsterdam. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it feels like the Dutch just got everywhere and went, nah, not into it. And then... Bailed. The British or whoever. That's what happened in Australia, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, they just don't like... Van Diemen's Land and stuff. Yeah. Well, they probably thought this This is a long way for Sinterklaas to go on a steamboat yeah. from Spain. I yeah, mean, yeah. yeah. He already has to get to the Netherlands in November just to get around to everybody. If he's got to then, like, turn around. I love how he gets there early. And he parades in the streets, apparently, yeah, on the see, one no, his white see, horse. See, Santa, Santa Claus is more humble, you That's, know? He just kind of drops in, does his thing, and then he's like, no, 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 no fuss. As a kid, yeah. did anyone explain away why Santa Claus is in every shopping centre? Did... I don't, I don't remember that being explained. The or... H word, helpers, yeah, is what that I was, heard. Yeah, that's what helpers. they gave me as well. That's just a Santa helper. Yeah. yeah. You you believed he was real until you figured out that it wasn't possible and you asked the question. And then just the boost give you another couple of years because yeah. you're, you're pretty much onto it at that point. Yeah. Your but you think if you're too onto it, then you won't get presents. Yeah. Yeah, I was Plus, you want to believe. I wanted to believe so hard. I yeah, was told it's fun. early, yeah. in early primary school, I remember a kid saying to me, Oh, buddy, saw my parents give me oh. the Santa. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, my dad, Santa, it's just our parents. Oh, come on. And I go to him, this isn't how I found out. I mean, oh, this wow. isn't how I first believed. Because I said to him, mate, I was very, I fully believed in uh, Christianity at the time. I was a big Jesus guy <laughs> as a as six a year old or five year old. And I said, um, if you don't believe in Santa Claus, then you don't believe in Jesus. Oh, Do you yes. not believe in Jesus, John? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Bible par- and you're parable. You're so like, preachy. I love the... Like, no. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, and he's like, well... You, anyway, I definitely saw my parents doing yeah. it. So. And John's like... Well, did you? <laughs> I don't think you did, John. What a fuck. I was such a fuck. But John's like, I ne- I've never caught my dad dressing up as Jesus, so yeah, he exists. Yeah. 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 It's just Santa, mate. But I feel I, I believed on for a few years after that. Good on you for persevering. I think I just, I loved it so much that I just, yeah. And I believed in Jesus until I was like 16. <laughs> so that even longer than when John I was. John comes down Canada. and goes, oh, you never believe what I saw on the bloody weekend. <laughs> yeah. It's just dad. <laughs> Your dad is Jesus. <laughs> God damn it, John. <laughs> That, that frees me of a lot of guilt. That's great. All yeah. right. Oh, that Catholic guilt. As a 16-year-old. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I guess you can... It's not obviously not a huge leap from Sinterklaas to Santa Claus. So, I think it was just sort of the anglification of his name. Um, but the evolution of Santa still had ages to go because it was, it was still this guy who was on a white horse who was a serious guy and uh, had black, blackface helpers, which is, yeah... Anyway, um, in but a big thing, probably the biggest thing to, that shaped our modern vision of Santa Claus happened in 1822. Do you know Clement Clark Moore? That's a great name. He wrote a Christmas poem for his children called An Account of a Visit from St. Nicholas. It's a very boring title. It yeah. is. It's now better known as Twas the Night Before ah, Christmas. Much better ring to it. Much yeah. better. So I didn't realise that, but... Everything in that poem was basically the, true. Fir- the first time. <laughs> it's <was> true. <laughs> I didn't realise. Yeah, that, that oh, wow. is a factual account of a night. Before, before Christmas. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the things in that poem were, was just from his fantasy and a few things he just sort of picked up from different bits and pieces and brought them all together. So that was the first time he was um, 
called a, a, a called Jolly. He was a right jolly old elf. So, but he was seen as being an elf, like a small guy at this stage mm. in this poem. Oh, oh wow! So Santa was small. Yeah, but after this poem, but not long after that, that he he became the fully grown human man, um, and the <laughs> he grew up magic man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in this poem, he had a portly figure. He was delivering presents on Christmas Eve with eight flying reindeer and the ability to ascend a chimney. So he was um, he invent he. In, Came up with the reindeer, basically. I feel like Dave's the kind of guy who can name all the reindeer. Oh, good. Yeah, I was going to ask that. Because I don't think I can. I reckon you can do it. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donna, and Blitzen. But do you recall? That's right. I had to sing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Mm. when I was dressed in the fat suit. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you did. So that, that was it in order. Well done. Um, and so he, uh, our man, oh, so it was Clark Christmas. Moore, he named him? He named him. That's where the names come from. That, wow. now, that is a legacy. That's yeah, pretty cool. That's great, yeah. right? But the original ones were called Dunder and Blixem. Oh. And they've been changed to Donner and Blitzen over time, probably because they sound slightly more like real words. Dunder. Yeah, that's right. Clement, come on, mate. Come on, mate. Come on, Pull buddy. your head out of your ass. You nearly got it there. I mean, you're making up all this bullshit anyway, but come on, make it <laughs> believable, would you? Um, Dunder, not a name. Dunder. Never heard of it. Dunderstruck. That particular idea has an electric guitar. Then the... And the uh, so... So he's seen as one of the main guys who, who created this modern vision of Santa. The other guy was a political cartoonist named Thomas Nast. Uh, he in, nasty. Sorry, nasty. Yeah, nasty to his, to his birds. Yeah. <laughs> his bros. In uh, 1881, he drew a cartoon that is the first representation, supposedly, of what we see as the modern Santa Claus. So he, um, his cartoon appeared in uh, the publication Harper's Weekly. And it depicted Santa as a rotund, cheerful man with a full white beard holding a sack of toys. So here's the question. Who came up with the red colour ah. of Santa's getup? Um, I believe it may be... The government. A, uh, is it a... It's the man. Is it a very... Which government? American. Which administration? Oh, Nixon. Yes, it was Nixon. <laughs> it's Nixon. His time at the top. I declare that was what Watergate was all about. My time at the top, at like a red Santa Claus. Yeah. I think it may be a very successful American company. Hallmark. Possibly it was Hallmark. A drinks company, is it? Coca-Cola. Is it Coca-Cola? That apparently, I fully believe that, but apparently that is a myth. Oh. Oh my God! Apparently, really? apparently so it was, was our, Nixon. Apparently, yeah. it was our <laughs> man. Our man Nast had a lot to do with it. Nasty. Um, <laughs> oh, nasty. I'm a big fan of Snopes. Whenever I hear something that I'm not, Snopes. you know, Snopes.com. It's like a, it's like a kind myth, of like a myth, myth busting. busting. Oh, website. cool, cool, yeah, yeah. So whenever you see something that's gone viral, before I'm like, that seems too good to be true or too fucked to be true like, or something like that. I'm like. I can't just enjoy this. Yeah. <laughs> Do you just go into Snopes and you type in, is Steve Irwin dead? Yeah, yeah. Well, he is. Okay. Yeah, okay. I can, yep, put the profile picture up. <laughs> Here it goes. That's right. Me and Steve. <laughs> you and Steve that and time. Your time at the top. <laughs> Steve. Oh, God. Too soon, Matt. Nah, he's been dead come for on. ages. Nah, he's been dead for, he, was, he died in 2006. That's a good year. <laughs> Every Rocky t- also died that year. Oh, God. Not I a good repeat. Year for good, no. <laughs> Not a good year for big Aussies. Good year. Ten years next year. Jeez Louise. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, um, I'm assuming we'll have a 
public holiday. Oh, bloody hell. Ruined, eh? Well, don't you have that? We have that feast every year. It's like St. Nicholas. <laughs> yeah, that's day. the... Isn't it, doesn't it feel be... like you'd go the uh, birthday? Yeah, you they probably. So. They, I don't know if they knew what day it was, I guess. Hmm. They Because they, there's no official record. Hmm. Did he even exist? We're still talking about Steve Irwin, yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did he exist? Nobody knows. So the, I'll, I'll just read another quote directly off Snopes, if you, if you don't mind. This is when Wait. I looked up their, their Coca-Cola <laughs> did um, Coke. Because the, the idea was that Coke's famous red coloured cans and bot, or bottles mm, back that's then. That's what I assumed they until brought I was snoped. Um, <laughs> so th- this is what they said. Um, it is not true in any realistic sense that Coca-Cola created the modern Santa Claus. They did not invent the now familiar rotund bearded fellow clothed in red and white garb, nor did they pluck him from a pantheon of competing visually different Christmas time figures and ele- what a great way with words there, but snow pantheon figures and elevate him to the supreme symbol of Christmas gift giving. The red and white Santa figure existed long before Coca-Cola began began featuring him in print advertisements, and he had already supplanted supplanted a bevy of competitors to become the standard representation of Santa Claus before he began his tenure as a pitchman for Coke. Snoped. He got snoped, or Coke got snoped. But yeah, it's... Um, Coped. I think that is a... I reckon that is a really widely held belief that Coke did mm, come no, up. I fully believe but it. But once you say it, I'm like, oh yeah, that would make sense. Like, I would believe that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Because he... I think they used him in their advertising a lot, and yeah. I reckon it definitely helped push it along as being... Um, right in the middle of the the, uh, the zeitgeist. Zeit- the I was going to say zeitgeist. I'm going. Should I have a crack at zeitgeist? It's one of those words. Mate, you've narrowed, n- nailed Sinterklaas That's today, true. so you're zeitgeist. on fire. All right, great. You've you've fluently spoken Dutch today. According to Britannica again. I, mean, I think this show might need a, a translation. So much mm. Dutch. Yeah. Look, um, for our international listeners. Well, all right. Let I'll 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 say this in what I assume is Dutch. Accounting to Britannica. That's super racist. Okay, good. <laughs> At a point. Uh, I feel it's funny how things don't feel racist when it's about a wealthy white, white country, nation. Yeah, yeah. I think doing an impression of... But here's my Vietnamese impression. Yeah. Racist. I don't think that's racial. You're just, not, you're just not as talented as accents as I am, as you may have heard my terrible Richard Nixon impression about five seconds ago. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> it was. And your Santa Claus uh, accent, as you said before. Apparently Scottish. Was not even trying for that. Was not. That's how good I am. You don't even try. I won't even try. You don't even have to try on your I don't even have to try my racism. It comes naturally. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a natural racist. Let's edit that out of yeah. context. Yep. So according to Britannica, Nast was the one who gave Santa his bright red trimmed, bright red suit trimmed with white fur. Um, also, he gave uh, us, or gave Santa, the North Pole workshop. He gave him elves, and he gave him his wife, Mrs. Claus. He gave him a lot. It's so very he, generous. Isn't mm. that crazy? A political cartoonist had, it would have just a thing he, he did one yeah, day. Yeah, he just whipped it up. Wouldn't have thought it would have had any sort of lasting imprint, but it changed that's like everything. He, he, that's that's his, like a huge legacy. Yeah. Nast. Nasty man. I found this kind of interesting. I looked up on the Coca-Cola website to see if they were at all claiming it, and they they also said that it wasn't them. But they did say... Um, <laughs> wasn't me. In 1942... <laughs> in 1942, Coca-Cola... So this is off the Coke website. They introduced a character o- along with their Santa in their advertisement called... Sprite Boy. 
Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't very creative, were they? That sounds like a character I could find. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Sprite Boy. That's the that's the title for you. But a but a, and this was um, so this is in 1942, uh, and and that character appeared with Santa Claus in their ads throughout the 40s and 50s. It's Sprite Boy. And Sprite, Sprite <laughs> Boy. The year is 1942. <laughs> oh, look, here's Santa Claus and his friend Sprite Boy. <laughs> and he got his name due to the fact that he was a Sprite or an elf. Yeah, okay. And it wasn't Sorry, until the 60s that, that Coke was. even introduced the popular beverage Sprite. Oh, it was pre-Sprite. So, yeah, it was pre-Sprite. So I thought Sprite it was just a horrible... Yeah. You just oh. think it was a horrible tie-in. I thought it was a horrible tie-in. Did you want me to do some more of my 1940s announcer voice? Yes, yes please. please. Tell, us, tell us about his little baby friend, Lyft. <laughs> and Fanta. <laughs> I'm not doing it. So that, that's pretty much all I was going to chat about Santa. There are so many other... Um, La Bofana, Bofana, I think, is the Italian. It's a woman. Oh, it's so good. And she's really? like a she's like a little hunchback. She's like a little lady. she's like a nonna. Yeah, I love it. And I'm pretty sure she gives presents, but I think there might also be food involved because Italian. There's this one <laughs> that I really pasta. like. They get um, presents and bread. That also came in um I think it's La Bofana. I'm sorry if I said that wrong to any Italians. I might Google while you finish just Yeah, you Google. I don't want to look like an idiot. Yeah. Um so there was uh there's this one guy, uh Christ kind. Maybe Chris kind. Um, I thought you were about to say Christ boy. Christ boy, which is basically what it is. Oh, my God, really? Befana. It's basically, yeah, just a, a kind of like a, a godchild or something like that. Little, little Jesus, a.k.a. Oh, man, this is another character I'm born to play. Um, <laughs> Christ boy. Is it Christ boy? What's his name? Christ kind. Christ kind. And he came about... As well, because of the Protestant Reformation in 16th slash 17th century Europe, um, and that was because they didn't want to be, you know, they, they were taken. All, they didn't want to be concerned with the saints. They weren't boosting up the saints, celebrating oh, right, the saints. Yeah. They wanted just to be Christ and, and God and stuff. So it ended up being um, that's when it changed from December 6th to Christmas Eve in a lot of places, like the gift giving change oh. and a little. Boy, Christ kind came around and creepy dropped presents on you. Um, apparently, boom. yeah, boom. <laughs> and I'm gone. It's <laughs> a catchphrase of Christ boy. Yeah. Just boom, your, and I'm gone. Tonka truck for you, Matt, <laughs> and I'm gone. <laughs> what do I get? What do I get, Dave? What do I get, Christ boy? You want that razor scooter? Uh oh, and I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, uh, oh. <laughs> and I'm gone. A boom. You got Christ. <laughs> See, I told you, I've just got this gift for accents. It's you amazing. Do. Character do you know, work is really oh, wow. it's your strength. Do you know what? Um, I don't. I don't know. So hopefully you know what. Fa- do you know Father Christmas, the British one? Mm. What's it? What was his catchphrase? What does he say when he drops off the? Jess, you'd know. You've got a British connection. Daddy's home. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's just, just I knew I'd remember it as soon great. as I said it. It's not great. That I panicked. So I panicked. <laughs> Surely it's <laughs> just, a, just a Merry Christmas and a few hoes. I feel like Daddy's no, home is no, slightly no, better. No, but... no. Daddy's home is correct. <laughs> oh, pardon me. Sorry. Um, but yeah, he, he's... Oh, no, I'm sorry. He's British. Daddy's home. <laughs> Still doing the really gangster hand gestures, though. He... Daddy's home, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> Daddy's home. Oh, Daddy. <laughs> 
Daddy time. <laughs> cool, blimey, daddy's home. Home for Christmas. Daddy's from, home, isn't he? Home for, for, I'm from Oxford for Christmas. <laughs> it, he, so Father Christmas is the English one. It has no real connection at all to the Santa Claus story. It's a separate one, but now over time the two have kind of merged together. People and, are doing a bit and of Father Christmas has taken all like Santa Claus has kind of um, got a bit of globification going on. Globification, sure. Globalization. Yeah, oh my god, it's all good. I'm gonna. I was about to say goblification. That's right. Glob- <laughs> globalization. Santa <laughs> is the number six cause <laughs> for CO two gas emissions. Yeah. <laughs> Terrifying the planet. So, he, so Father Christmas started a separate thing in the around a thousand years ago, and um, and he used to say "Daddy's home," <laughs> but over time that's been Americanified, and Needle's now it's "Daddy's home." More American. That's Daddy. Daddy's home. Daddy's home. Hey, Daddy's, Daddy's home. home, children. <laughs> okay, accents are not your stream. Hey there. <laughs> Hey there, Daddy's home. Daddy's home. Alrighty. No. Okie dokie, kiddies. Okie dokie, kiddies. Either around me now. You're going to. Hold your beer for a couple of tweezers there for your caddies. Is that Irish? Oh, dearie me. Wow, you've really scared a lot of generations around the world. Okie dokie. No, you're a bit Canadian. Okie dokie. I'm just. Just south of the Canadian border. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. It's not good. Um, so now I'm just worried Matt's having a stroke and no, we're just laughing. I know. He's trying to get Matt, you're to right. help him. Uh, get in the car. Get in the car. Get in the car. What's the Australian Santa? Santa. San- Santa. And what would he There's say? No what's, his, Santa. what's his thing? All right. Righto, righto. Righto, yeah, he righto. Says, uh, Tasha, get in the car. <laughs> Prancer. I'll just be a gif. Um, get in the fucking car. Get in the, the car. car. Here we go. Yeah. Start her up. All She'll righty. be fucking right. <laughs> She'll be right. I'm, I'm a couple hours behind schedule. She'll be right. She'll be right. <laughs> yeah, so far, I found that interesting. I just thought Father Christmas and Santa Claus was was the same thing. Yeah, but apparently it... it's slowly becoming the same thing, but he, he started in a totally different spot. Oh, that's interesting. I just want to say, wouldn't it be so weird if you overlook all the other changes for you to come back to life in about 1800 years time and your life story has slowly evolved into the millions, billions around the world celebrate it and then people dress up in shopping centres yeah. and you're like, that doesn't even fucking look like me. Yeah. That has nothing to do with me, but, you, but why that's are they supposed, calling you my name? They're like, yeah, Ultimately. and it's all come from you. So I suppose if you were... Because one time... If, if you're, you put together some briny boys. That's right. You put them back together. You do one fucking miracle <laughs> and they're still talking about you in 1800 years time. Oh, let it go, people. Let it go. Come on. I did other stuff. I was a bishop. I, probably. I was probably a bishop. <laughs> That's a the only thing ago. I know for sure about myself. <laughs> but probably, probably, probably a bishop. bishop. It was a long time ago. I got a pretty bad memory. I um, well, I, Is there anything else? Do you have any other knowledge like... I've found that I didn't know anything about any of that. Yeah. I just thought, I assumed it went way back, hmm. not just a couple hundred years to New York City. New York. Is where a lot of, well, not even, a lot of that stuff came, is less than 200 years old. It's the red am- suit, the flying reindeers. Yeah, it's pretty amazing how it spreads. Like, mm. it starts with something so small, and then, you know, now it's just what we accept. 
And it just because it so happened in this like relatively small period where the US was the dominant cultural power, mm. like in the history of the world, that's only going to be a blip. But because it was a blip at that time, maybe it's going to morph again. Maybe when China just dominates us with their culture, it'll become like it'll change again over yeah, the years. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, I wonder. I'm pretty sure that Santa is the most uh, frequently appearing uh, character in movies. Right. Oh, yeah, that would make like sense. Like on IMDb, too, yeah. he's got like 800 something crazy. It's Tim Allen in the Santa Claus. Great movie. So one, two, three, three credits right there. Um, did you want to, because you asked before how we found out. Yes, that's why yeah. I thought that'd be a nice way to finish. Mine's a little bit, um, it's not that interesting. It's that I um, found the wrapping paper that was used on the Christmas presents in the cupboard. And I was like, hang on a sec. That's great. What are the chances that mum and Santa shop at the same place? Hang on, the North Pole's a long way away. They wouldn't have this paper there, surely. And my my brother's seven years older than me too, so he had to keep it. He had to just keep a lid on it for a long time. So how old were you? I reckon I was probably seven or eight. So he's... Is that old to have found out? Not not as old as me. I reckon I had my suspicions that that's sort of when I went to mum like, mum, come on, tell me. I'm a big girl now. Well, I was not a big girl (laughs) until I was ten. You found out 10? That's all right. Well, I was, uh, I thought for, a, I reckon for a, two Christmases beforehand, I thought about it. You had your suspicions. I had suspicions, but I, like you, man, I wanted it to be real, and I remember mm. exactly where I was. Took mum aside into her, oh. to her ensuite um, off the master bedroom. He, as he's this, from the Affluent East. So oh, no, my parents have they, always had an ensuite. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You're Affluent also East. from the Affluent East. Took her aside, and we cl- I closed the door. She was probably thinking that I was about to ask like a, a question about what sex or where yeah, babies yeah. come from, but I was like, Mum, is Santa real? And oh. I was ex- I was hoping that she was going to be like, of course it is. And I'd be like, great, run away. Yeah. Never asking him. She's like, I'm afraid not. Oh. And it was it was bloody heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's tricky. That's right. It feels like. No, nah, she did I, the right thing though. She probably did. I would I would have asked a follow up question before giving. I would have said, What do you? Why think? do you ask? Yeah. And what then maybe yeah. What do you think? What's John been saying now? Yeah, yeah. bloody John. But your sister, you have an older sister. Yeah, right? she's, she's three. She's three years older. So she, so she to was keep it to early too. teens by this stage. Yeah, Matt. How and I you... nearly spoiled it for my cousins one Christmas. Oh, you got to be careful. When I was about fourteen, and they're like between two of them, between eight and like eleven years younger. So you know, they're six and three or something. And then they're like, maybe I was thirteen, and they. Because I wasn't trying to be a dickhead about it, but they were like, oh, this one's from Santa. And I'm like, ha good one. Santa isn't real. And they're like, shut up, shut up, oh. shut they didn't, They didn't ruin it for him. That's but, okay. But you but, nearly did. Oh, I'd be feel, feeling so guilty if I had. See, on mum's side of the family, there's 12 grandkids and I'm third. So, like, it was my job to shut the middle ones up. So they didn't say anything uh, to the little ones. Yeah. So they'd sort, yeah, they'd kind of, oh, oh, look what Santa brought. And they'd do the eye rolling and stuff, and I would just punch them. I was like, you shut up. You don't mm. ruin it for the little ones. Yeah. It is, it is a mean thing. But then I thought, because I, I really yeah. genuinely never feel that excited, and it feels like this real magic thing. Yeah. So I feel like the gift of that is Bigger than the fucker fucking them over by lying to them. And all yeah, of us have turned hurting. out fine. Yeah. You're not hurt, found it's out. not like a thing you're hurting them with a lie. And I used to like lose my shit because we'd leave out a carrot. Yeah. And then like that mum would like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and you'd be good. like, oh, the reindeer's ate the carrot. <gasps> I left Santa a letter. He read it. Isn't it? Doesn't that make look, looking. <laughs> and I'm gone. <laughs> 
I ate your cookies and I'm gone. Daddy's gone. <laughs> is that what he said? As he yeah, left? probably. Yeah. Daddy's home. Daddy's gone. Daddy's gone. <laughs> but that the only thing that makes it even cooler to think back and go like all the little efforts that your parents yeah. put in. And I reckon I checked funnier. the bin too. So I reckon they, they would have either had to eat it or dispose of it very craftily. You were I totally checked. the opposite of me because I was going, I'm like going, closure, I believe in it. It's definitely true. Not looking for any evidence to yeah. prove otherwise. <laughs> but I, I remember one time, which I thought funny years later when I thought back to it, dad's like, oh, I reckon Santa might want a Guinness tonight. Ah, oh, well played, dad. Yeah, well played. Yeah, and it was it. one of his Guinnesses. Yeah. But still. Yeah, weirder. you didn't have to go out and buy a Guinness, but <laughs> yeah. Dad was like, I don't want to drink the milk or pour it out because yeah. that's wasteful. <laughs> so just leave Santa <laughs> a Guinness. Yeah. Pretty sure Santa wants some of the black stuff this yeah. year, Matt. He's had a long night, you know, like he's got a... And, y- and you're thinking... Can't is just un- be all sugar and milk. Is he under <laughs> 0.05? Drink and drive, Santa. Bloody idiot. <laughs> Magic, Randy. They know where they're going. They're fine. Put it, put it into autopilot. So I, I was told, I reckon I was about six or five or six when John told me on the on the quadrangle. Yeah, what's John doing now? Probably in prison. I think yeah. he's doing pretty well. I don't. No, I've had nothing to do with he's him. He's in prison. I'm sure he's doing quite he's well. He's in prison or dead or both. Yeah, he's in prison. So. In prison, about to yeah. be dead. <laughs> when the inmates undoubtedly listen to this podcast and they're like, "John, you ruined Christmas." Uh, Hold I'm, on, yeah. I'm a shanker. <laughs> John, the like, that's a pretty shanker. specific name. That must be you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know many Johns. Anyway, Matt, sorry, do go on. Um, so, yeah, I and I reckon little things like that happen. And I would have seen, oh, I reckon one time I saw a present that coincidentally became, was in my Santa's mm. pillowcase. We went from the affluent You probably had stockings. We just used upturned Santa sack, cases. thank yeah. you. And my brother's was bigger than mine and it shat me for so many years. <laughs> yeah, my brother's sack was bigger than mine. And it shat you. <laughs> my brother's big sack. <laughs> Gave me the, the, the shits. shits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a sentence well, I thought I'd hear yeah. before Christmas. edited out and... Back in. You know, a little tidbit somewhere else. Anyway, um, yeah, so but I... you kept denying it to yourself. I kept denying it, and I, I'm still fully blurred, and Christmases were good. So good. Mm. And I reckon I reckon my younger brother might have even caught on before I did. <laughs> How much younger? And he's like nearly three years younger than me. <laughs> That's so great. Um, at, but the time I found out, I was in grade four, so I would have been... Uh, nine or ten? Yeah, probably around ten. Yeah. That's right. That's when the real men find out, Matt. And and we got back in from, back in from uh, lunch, and uh, Miss Xavier... Oh, no. Said to the class, now, obviously, you, you're all old enough and smart enough to know that Santa doesn't exist. Oh, right? what a, <laughs> a teacher. Bitch. Well, you would get f- letters from parents these days if that happened. <laughs> Facebook posts from parents. Oh, more. straight onto the school Facebook page. That's right. No. Sure. Obviously. And, and did then you that just... makes you feel like an idiot. Yeah, did you just have know. to like try and like hide? You're yeah, like, yeah, no. Yeah. I was totally and like then, that. I remember me, the class was just like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like. Joking back to Not an idiot, Ms. David. Why are you even asking? Oh, God, if anyone should be dead now, it's that woman. Now I'm also imagining Matt as a 10 year old, but just a smaller version, like beard and all. Just like a tiny little beard. Crying to your beard. And like his voice is that deep at 10 as well. Did you have glasses when you were little as well? No, the glasses were later. I've only had them in the last couple of years. Okay. I held off. Oh my god, so cute! That yeah, is that was... so, that's an awful story. Yeah, that's really sad. I feel and sorry I hope Miss Saviour is out there, and I hope she's dead. <laughs> yeah, 
I hope she's in prison. I hope she's dead. Out there. That's in a, gr- in a shallow grave. I hope, and I hope she didn't die of natural causes. <laughs> I, hope, I hope she met a really disturbing end. I hope an ex-husband came back for her. <laughs> I hope she was stalked and murdered. <laughs> you can't say that. Oh, is that Merry a- Christmas. <laughs> What a what a lovely way to finish. Dave's face. Well, uh, I'm joking. Well, I'm pretty much joking. Probably. One thing I know for certain is that I'm probably joking. <laughs> you were probably a bishop or, and or joking. Well, uh, that is the end oh, of our. I'll let you actually wrap up. Sorry. Well, this, I can't believe we've come to the end of our first ever Christmas special, guys. Oh, first of many, hopefully. Thank you so I much. I put it up there with the ALF Christmas special, where he's mistaken for a toy and given to a young girl dying of cancer. <laughs> that's, that's truly touching, Matthew. <laughs> Which is a better way to go than Miss Saviour. <laughs> <laughs> I put it right up there. And uh, For obvious we- reasons. <laughs> there was death in both. Um, yeah. <laughs> poignancy. <laughs> And Alf. And, and Alf. Alf was in both. I feel like Dave's slowly just giving up. Shall we sing a carol? Yes. <laughs> we'll sing a carol underneath you, Dave. You, yeah, what's, you, you sign what's, out. What we'll carol do you want to sing? Um, um, I was just name thinking me a carol. Away in a, in a, way in a manger. Okay, go for it, Dave. Okay. Away so, guys, thank you so much for listening to our Christmas special for 2015. If you do enjoy the show, you can send us a little Christmas present by reviewing us or subscribing on iTunes. We love those five stars. And uh, we're on uh, Twitter, of course, at Do Go On Pod. Facebook as well. How long can I draw this out? How long are you going to keep singing in the background there? But um, we wish you all a very Merry Christmas. We'll be back next week with a... Another episode from the fabulous Jess Perkins. Who knows who she'll wish death upon next week. I hate you all. And I say my name is Dave Warnocky. Thank you and good night and good luck. No, that's not Christmas. Oh, my God. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. And a happy new year. Except you. Yeah, my brother's sack was bigger than mine.